broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia. Welcome to Women in Business, where we celebrate influential women making a difference in our community. Now, here's your host. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Women in Business. Stone Payton here with you this afternoon. You guys are in for such a real treat. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast educator, executive, and author of Living on a Smile, Miss Joanne Harold. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Stone? Oh, I am doing well. Really been looking forward to this conversation and diving in to some of the specifics around this book. But before we go there, how about a little bit of a backstory? Tell us a little bit about your your path to, to where you are now. So I never imagined when I started as a star at McDonald's, and a star is a store area representative, and I wore the Hamburglar costume and gave birthday parties at McDonald's <laughs> that that would lead into a lifelong career of marketing and working in uh, restaurants and retail and for brands uh, that that early job as a 16 year old would lead into such an awesome career. Well, we are so delighted to have someone of, of your experience here and you have You've contributed substantially to a couple of little companies some of us may recognize. I know one that leapt off of the page for me uh, is, is Honey Baked Ham, because there is a Honey Baked Ham at every Peyton affair, whether, whether it's, a, it's a birthday, an anniversary, or just an excuse to get together. There's going to be a Honey Baked Ham there, and I know you, you've had an opportunity to do some stuff for, for Arby's. And uh, I, uh, my, my instincts are that you leaned on, on some of that life experience and what you learned there as you began to, to commit some of these ideas to, to paper and, and, and bring this book together, yeah? Yeah, so Honey Baked Ham is awesome. I love the company, the brand, the values, the people. It's a beloved brand that... Um, brings everybody together. So got the good fortune to work for them twice as their CMO. And before that was, you mentioned at Arby's restaurant group where I got to lead brand marketing and also was the vice chairman of the, or guest chairwoman of the um, Arby's foundation. And then also served for a very purpose-driven company called Interface which is located here in Atlanta, but a global company that's filled with purpose um, and sells beautiful, beautiful carpet tiles. And you find yourself in the classroom from time to time at a couple of different institutions, uh, sharing some insights and facilitating those conversations as well. So you really are an educator too, yeah? Yeah, so I'm super excited. I'm doing work with Georgia State and love working with them, I'm um, co-leading or uh, working with a partner, Dr. Dennis Shaw on the Georgia State Chief Marketing Officer Roundtable, but also am about to launch into teaching with them and teaching their executive MBAs. But I've through the years, I've been a 
teacher as an adjunct for almost 20 years. So super excited to work with Georgia State in this capacity. All right. So let's talk about this book. It's it's Living on a Smile, 16 Ways to Live a Big Life and Lead with Love. First question, what compelled you? Was, was there a catalytic event that said, okay, it's time. I got to put this thing to, together. What, what, what was that, uh, that, that thing that nudged you to actually get it done, you think? So I've had the idea probably since I was seven years old to write a book and have kept journals and notes. And, uh, but the catalyst was during the pandemic. I've got a, a really good friend who's actually owns the publishing company. His name is Jeff Hillemeyer. And he was about to write his fourth book and encourage me while he was writing his fourth book to uh, for us to be collaboration partners. So I wrote my book while he was writing his fourth book. And we would every day text and how many words did you write? And so it was a great way to get the ideas onto paper and then um, get it written and then edited and then published and launched. So the writing the book is um, one part of the marathon. And uh, as you know, I know you've written a book also. It's um, also the editing, publishing, um, (laughs) marketing. So that's uh, other sprints of the marathon. Absolutely. Okay. So 16 ways. Can you share a a few of them with us and maybe dive into one and give us some some context for some of this this info? So after each chapter, it um, I do have a a field guide or a workbook, but it really is for the the reader a way to articulate your purpose, mission, values, goals, strengths. Um, and also, you know, ways, so part of it's autobiographical and, um, talks about family and friends and experiences that have happened. Um, but it, it, it gives the, the reader ways and tips, uh, that I've learned from mentors and families and family and friends, um, on ways to live a big life and lead with love. Well, I'd like to dive into that one a, a, a little bit. It's a big topic. It sounds like a noble pursuit. I don't know that there's anyone in a position of um, having responsibility for generating results with and through other people that wouldn't want to be known as someone who, who would lead with love. But can you speak to that concept specifically a little bit? Absolutely. So as a, a marketer and a business person, Everything that I did as a marketer would need to be executed through a field organization or a team. And so for me, in order to be successful and make the sure ensure the company was successful, I needed to to lead with love. And leading with love in that regard is um making sure that any ideas and programs were vetted. Um that they were um, thought through from all areas, not only a marketing perspective, but supply chain operations, uh, the field team, so that it was easy to execute. 
Um, in the hospitality business, so much of it is um, when a guest comes into a store or, or buys the product, they're coming for a happy occasion. So it's it's also making sure the programs and the culture uh, embody uh, what we're trying to achieve. So, and then another part is is really just being kind and and doing things for others and being service oriented and a servant leader. Um, you know, it with in business. So, so when you were putting this thing together, were there parts of the book that just came together super easy and like, yeah, I just got to get this out. I got to, I got, I got to get this written down. And then other parts that you really struggled with and it took some time to to get it like you wanted it. Yeah. I mean, I, I put together a, a, a good outline, I think. And some days the, the words would just flow and it was, easy and three hours would go by and I couldn't believe how fast the time flew. And, and so that that's around passion and purpose and vision. Um, when I would get stuck, I would call my friend Jeff Hillemeyer, who I mentioned, and we would brainstorm for a minute and then it helped in other ways, get the ideas onto paper and um, made it easier to flow. So, so there were definitely places where I get stuck. Uh, I tried to write every single day, and I still do write every single day. I'm not at this moment writing another book, but um, that just that practice made things a little bit easier. So something like, um, and these are my words, not yours, I don't think, but like living into your purpose, identifying your purpose, trying to get that figured out. I mean, that can be real challenging for some of us, I think. Why do you think that that is so challenging? Or is that consistent with your experience? Do a lot of people uh, find themselves challenged when they're, when they're trying to really nail that and get it isolated? I think it, it time, you know, it's, it's make it, putting aside the time to do it. Hmm. I think it's having a good framework in order to do it. And in the book, I give a a framework. It's also iterative as far as for me, the, the purpose and the, the missions stay the same, but my goals may change based on, um, you know, things I've learned and, and new ideas. So I'm always, iterating and um, updating the goal part of the uh, my purpose mm. yeah I, I would think that that and I, I I wonder if from time to time when people are doing that as they should be if they don't sometimes get the sense that they're that they're getting off track but that's not really necessarily the case it's, it's part of the process right it is. I a couple of years ago, I decided I wanted to be a, a, just a great tennis player, even though I've never played. And I took lessons, and I wasn't so great. <laughs> so, so now I'm, um, I'm I'm back taking lessons, and I, I want to learn how to play tennis. I don't think I'll ever be a great tennis player, but I'm also thinking maybe pickleball might 
be more my speed. <laughs> there you go. So the whole uh, sales and marketing, I guess, are the right right words. What has that been like trying to? Because the book's not been out that long, right? As as we speak today, how long has it been out? It's been out about three weeks. Yeah, so it's just now get, getting out there. So yeah, you've put a lot of energy, I'm sure, time time and, and energy and, and blood and sweat. Is what's that been like for you pr- promoting the book and, and trying to get it into the hands of people? That has been fun. Oh, I um, and this is one where I have to thank the my friend group circle people in the posse who have helped me along the way. The the book has done really well. It's um, I, I, I think it was a number one bestseller in a couple categories and it's, it's still doing really well. So, and that's because of the people in my circle. Well, that is fantastic. Okay, so let's take advantage of the fact that we've got you, the author, right here with us live. Um, and let's say I, I have a copy of the book in front of me. I'm excited about it. And thank goodness I know Joanne. So I, I ring her up. And I say, okay, Joanne, I'm about to sit down with this thing. Uh, help me out with some some pro tips or some pointers on, on how to get the most out of the book so that it, that it has some genuine and, and lasting impact for me, what's the best way to approach the book mindset activities? Um, yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I mentioned it really was designed to be reflective and for the reader to have the opportunity to take a pause. So after each chapter, there's ways that the reader can can write their own purpose, mission, values, mm. and so I would recommend and and I wrote it for that purpose so that the reader would would walk away with their own kind of guidebook as far as um leading a big life and leading with love okay so let's let's talk about me a little bit you know it's my show <laughs> so i got i uh have an opportunity to lead a few folks in our organization, the Business Radio X Network, and I'm part of a mastermind. Is is this the kind of book? Because it certainly sounds like maybe it is that that we could, as in each of those contexts, that we might be able to utilize the book, re, maybe do some individual work, come together and uh, and have some some pointed and focused conversation on some different. Uh, as, aspects of, of the work? Is, is that a viable way? That, to... is, that is exactly what it was designed for. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that would, that would be fantastic too. So if you've got, if you've got a, a team and, and do a little bit of individual work, then come back, talk it through. And, and I think you said early in the conversation, you have some sort of uh, like a, a workbook or field guide that accompanies this to, to help facilitate that. Yeah, it's after each chapter, there is a way that the the reader can take the examples and translate it into their own self. I love it. And the um, the vision, speaking of purpose and, and vision, do you envision um, leveraging this book and, and, the, and the work around it 
into doing things in in um in other formats like I don't know events, workshops, um, supporting you know different uh, ecosystems and, and communities. Do you find? Do you think you might go in that direction with uh, this? Yes. Okay. Uh, absolutely. I um, as I was writing it, the person I had in mind was a thirty to forty year old exec in in any field who's juggling a busy life. Um, who wants a life that's filled with purpose and passion. And ultimately, I'd love to teach and coach and use this in workshops. And that's been working out so far. Yeah. I've had a lot of people who've bought it and read it who are giving it to their daughters, which to me is the highest compliment I could receive. Absolutely. Well, I can, uh, I, I kind of come from the training and consulting world. And I got to tell you, my instincts are just based on, on this conversation and some of the topics that you've touched on. I think this is, this is marvelous uh, content that can be used as a catalyst for learning, to challenge people's thinking, to uh, to have them, uh, you know, have some genuine dialogue around this and make some decisions about, you know, maybe some shifts that they may want to make in goals or habits. And then in that group environment, you know, perhaps there's some real value in, in uh, what's the right thing, like holding each other a little bit of a, accountable for what they say they're they're going to do. I, this, this just, it strikes me as incredibly rewarding work. It it is. And my favorite part of being a leader is the team and watching the team grow. And so the book was really a gift to the people who helped me along the way and to thank them, but also hopefully a gift to people who are coming up and uh, growing their career and family and, and just, you know, again, just trying to live a happy and positive, productive and purposeful life. In just a moment, before we wrap, I'm going to make sure that folks know how to get their hands on the book and know how to reach out to, to you or someone on your team if they want to possibly engage you, you know, to do, you know, to do some speaking work or, or workshop work. Uh, but uh, in the space between someone hearing this conversation and uh, taking one of those steps, I'd love to leave them if we could with, I don't know, a pro tip or two, just things we, if this is something that, that really does interest us and we think we want to begin exploring um, some of these topics, uh, you know, a pro tip, an actionable kind of thing that maybe we ought to try to do today or this afternoon or not do. Uh, could we leave them with an idea or two just to start stimulate their thinking and inform future conversations and kind of get them uh, warmed up and prepped to get the, the most out of the, the book? Yeah, something I do every day. I wake up and I think about the best possible outcome. And, you know, it, it's it's easy sometimes to start thinking, oh, gosh, I've got to do this or that. Um, so I've trained my brain to just be positive and uh, to make it a great day. So that would be my tip. And 
then going back to to my purpose, which is to lead with love and try to do something kind every day. I love it. All right. So where can we get our hands on this book? Let's make sure we we, uh, make that easy for our folks to do. And then let's do leave them with some sort of point of contact, whatever you think is appropriate, whether it's a LinkedIn or an email or a website or, or what have you. I just want to make sure that people can stay connected and and, uh, and pursue this uh, to their heart's desire. So thanks. The, uh, the book is available on Amazon and it's Living on a Smile. And I'm Joanne Harold. So it's, and I'll next, LinkedIn is the best way. It's tied right to my email. But if you want to email me directly, it's Joanne Harold and it's J O A N N H E R O L D 1107 at gmail.com. Well, Joanne, it has been an absolute delight having you on the show this afternoon. You are doing such important work. I appreciate you. I know our listeners appreciate you. Please keep it up. And don't be a stranger. You know, maybe there's some wisdom in, in us sort of circling back around uh, periodically and, and following your story. It might even be fun to uh, speak with, with, with you and, and an inspired reader sometime or an inspired workshop participant. So this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much. It's been such a privilege and a pleasure to be here today. Thank you. All right, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Joanne Harold, author of Living on a Smile, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Women in Business.